Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody. We are back for another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here and today I have a beautiful guest with me. Her name is Tamara Castello and she's a specialist in Chinese traditional medicine and also the CEO of Tamara Castello Clinic which is both in Lisbon and Porto in Portugal and also of TMC Health, TMC Holistic and TMC Jewelry and at her clinic Tamara treats sleep disorders thyroids disorders, intestine diseases, anxiety, migraines, and hormonal problems, and takes a very holistic approach to healing. She was born in Lisbon into a very large family of Portuguese, Jewish, and African descent, and daughter of an actor father and a flight attendant mother. And so she grew up in a crowded multicultural home with lots of languages. And she's also the author of Healing Without Medicine, Eating Without Guilt, and Full Balance, which are all winners of the Gourmand Award. And she still currently lives in Lisbon. And she shared with me that she actually currently is in Lisbon. So yes. <laughs> we were talking about the weather, right? It's so nice there. It's amazing. It's just today, it's beautiful weather. It's 28 degrees and mm. just amazing. So I was, it's just a beautiful weather and to go and have a walk and a dive and everything. Mm. So what's it's your, beautiful in that way. Yeah. What's your favorite place in Lisbon? Oh, yeah, it's an impossible question. I go crazy. Yeah. I love my city. I, I lived in so many other cities. So I just, I, I have, I can choose because I, I, I lived in China and uh, I lived in London too. So I just, I, it's a choice to live in Lisbon. It's like a completely, I have, now it's a choice because I have two kids. That goes to school that they, they go to school here so yeah they love it and they are always with shirts and shorts so they don't they don't they don't change it for anything yeah uh, and, the, and the winter is okay you know you have the worst it's like eight degrees and we yeah. are all dying we are yeah. all dying like yeah. oh <laughs> dying. yeah I know I live in Florida it's it's very much the same people put like winter jackets on when it's just yeah 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 yeah. So, yeah I know so it's 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 kind of funny and I don't have an umbrella because it it rains really it's not it's not that heavy and the weather is beautiful so my favorite place in Lisbon this is really difficult so like I, I should say probably next to the river I think it's mm -hmm. beautiful because we have a huge river and we have the, the sea nearby so in 15 minutes we can have a dive and we can come back to work, which is beautiful. Oh. Um, I think this is 
beautiful for me because we are so near the sea and the sea is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the other place that I love is near the castle mm-hmm. because we have a beautiful view because Lisbon is ups, ups and downs. It's really a strange city. Yeah. And from the castle, you can see all. And I live in a zone that is really near Graça. And you can go it's five, five minutes mm-hmm. by car. And you have the most beautiful view. You know, oh, amazing wow. for sunsets. So, yeah. yeah. I actually love that you said it's impossible to say because, I mean, what's a beautiful place? Because it just makes me want to go. There must be so many. Yeah, you have to go because the light, I think, I think the, the, the I think it's the light. Mm-hmm. I've been in so many cities. I travel a lot, and yeah. uh, both for business or not, but for business a lot. And uh, he, the light here is it's amazing. It's like incredible. The 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 the, the city that I find most um, the the light most uh, similar is Istanbul, mm-hmm. in Turkey. It's mm-hmm. really near Lisbon. It's similar in a way, the lights, the colors, because of the river. I think. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, it is. Awesome. And that's where you were born, right? So that's Yeah, cool. I was. <laughs> so Tamara, I would love to hear. So you have a clinic, right? We already talked a lot about it. I was two, right? One in Lisbon and one in Porto. Yeah. So I would love to hear from you like a little bit about your story, about your path, how this all came about to create this. But, well, I I don't know. It's like a, a flow, you know, it's just I studied so Chinese medicine, which I studied both in China and Portugal. It's a normal medical school with a traditional Chinese medicine for specialists. Um, and then further on, I studied homeopathy, and then I, I started. I studied PNL, and I studied coaching, and I started. I studied uh, last two years. I did a master's on integrative oncology, mm-hmm. um, and I have a clinic for sixteen years now. So, and I have a big, big crew with me which is beautiful we are 32 this month (laughs) and uh with a lot of specialists which i am really honored to be the director and i love it and um, i think uh i my my path started because i was uh, always sick uh, with a lot of problems i have thyroid issues Mm -hmm. and i did have a lot of bowel issues and breathing problems when i was a kid and it was really hard for me because I was always with something, you know, that kind of kid with always something is always wrong or mm-hmm. is asthma or my bowel or something. It's complicated. It was complicated. And uh, at some point, my mom took me to a doctor, um, a different doctor in that time, because I'm always for I'm almost 40 and I was like 10, 12 mm-hmm. at that time. And it completely changes my life because I was always sick and I, I wasn't anymore. And I changed the way I eat and I changed the way I sleep and I changed the hours of my waking up and go to bed and I changed, changed my whole life, actually. And it was difficult for me at the point, at that time, because I was a kid. Um, but it changes my life completely. And it was really important to me. Yeah. And so that, that was like a, a doctor that also approaches it in a more holistic yeah, way. Yeah, it was. He did traditional Chinese medicine and he did um, bioresonancy too and it was really really cool and yeah. uh, it changes because I was allergic to a lot I was intolerant to a lot of foods and it was killing me completely so it takes off all of the foods that I was intolerant and this movement really changed my life at, mm-hmm. at so many levels uh, in my humor in my 
sleep disorder in my bowel movement in my in my health mind mind and and body all of it yeah and um and it was beautiful because it changes the way I was in the world and I was really angry because I couldn't get enough sleep and because I was always cranky um and then I wasn't anymore <laughs> yeah and you experienced that change pretty quickly or it took a while so I think change always takes a while because you struggle a bit it's uh even today I don't struggle anymore but I can see that in my patients and I think it's normal changes change is always difficult because you you have you when you make a choice you lose something always right yeah our old habit right it's we're so used to that yeah but we like it you know it makes you feel good and uh, the, your brain starting to tell you well if you eat a little bit of bread it won't you, you, you it won't harm you but it, it will <laughs> so the problem is our brain is not working at our advantage and work mm -hmm. it works against us mm -hmm. and uh, our habits is difficult because the culture is not easy and i don't drink coffee and i don't eat bread and i don't eat dairy and today it's normal but 20 years ago it was like are you crazy your calcium levels and your everything you're going to die almost i was going to die if i stayed with that diet Right. The, the previous one so I think it, it it's it took me like a good 10 years to completely completely change like profoundly my habits but I was a kid so I think that's not no in the adults it's easier and quicker um yeah. with kids it's a bit difficult because it's adolescence and you go in university and it's not easy <laughs> and then I think it's a bit easier i think in adults when i have to change an habit these days it's, it, it takes me like two or three months so it's much more mm. quicker in that time it was hard and the options weren't good enough it was 1998 you don't you didn't have gluten-free bread everywhere you know <laughs> you didn't even have yeah yeah so it was like oh, struggling a bit so uh, now it's i think it's easier the food choices are easier yeah, we have a lot available. That's true. Yeah. And so, like, because in today's world, right, I, I think, especially in the United States, I mean, there's so many people struggling with all sorts of health issues, right? And while, and I mean, you are also educated as a regular doctor, right? And you also put... It's all the same in yeah. China. It's the same university. Yeah. And then you added the holistic path to that um, because what we see here the most and why the traditional of the regular medicine has its place right so often it's just like giving medications giving medications giving medications right and they really don't look at and I used to be a health coach before I went into more the spiritual and human design and all of that so um I also like I, I love what you're sharing and when I was a kid also I remember my mom she mostly took me to a homeopathic doctor and I have to say that's yeah. where I got the most help there was always like he also had a machine. I think it was his yeah. Virus, I you put the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I was amazed, and he could like scan through the whole body and like tell me what was off. And I could just feel. I mean, I didn't understand really what it was at the time, 
And there were other people like telling them, that's ah, crazy and whatever, right? But it worked. It worked every single time. I was always amazed how um, how skilled the person, the, the homeopathic doctor my family wa uh, was working with uh, was. And so it was quite impactful. So just wanted to share this and also like ask you like, who are like the, the people that come to your clinic, right? Um, what do you see the most? What have their... We have departments these days. Yeah. So for me, mm -hmm. I have a lot of departments. So it's we have everything, anxiety, depression. So you have mental health issues in mm -hmm. one point. You have got problems with your gut in another point. You have acid reflux. You have constipation. You have Crohn's. You have uh, colitis. You have everything which is wrong with your bowels. You, you have... A department you have a department for human health with gynecology so you have uh, endometriosis you have pcos you have uh, everything that you <laughs> infertility all mm -hmm. of it then you have um dermato dermatology you have a lot of skin issue like eczema psoriasis and everything uh we have lungs so we have all the yeah. specialities which are not of course surgical uh, because we are not surgical doctors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do traditional Chinese medicine. That's what we do. Uh, in, in traditional Chinese medicine, we always took the we always take the holistic approach. So we do purely traditional Chinese medicine these days. Um, because we have two doctors in our in our two normal regular doctors who only do regular doctor um, practice, uh, but the most of us do traditional Chinese medicine. So mm -hmm. that's our base. Of course, we do it integratively. Uh, yeah, with all, all kind of supplements, herbs, all that the, the person needs. So it's purely integrative medicine. If oh. the person is going chemotherapy, we will approach in the level of supporting the blood, supporting the person, supporting the secondary events from the chemotherapy. If the person is doing radiotherapy, we do the same. If the person is doing some drugs like leather trexate or something for uh, nurturitis, we can support that. We can support the person, the drug that the person is taking and um, side effects of that, if you have to take it, of course. Um, and even in, in at times, and most of the time, we can lower the dosage and you, you can play with that. So we do integrative medicine purely. I do mostly oncology and um, autoimmune diseases. That's my mm -hmm. core action. So but we have all yeah, all of non-surgical, but I do the one thing that I love the most are autoimmune diseases, and then I do uh, oncology. Yeah, because like I, I have to say, like I have, I personally know that lots of people they like struggle or cope with autoimmune diseases, and oftentimes in the in the regular medicine, you get the answer: there's nothing that you can do. No, but that's not. That's completely. Yeah. I have an autoimmune disease. I have an Hashimoto's for. Mm -hmm. Since I was 19, so 20 years now, and that's completely untrue. So yeah. no, that's what I want you to can say. do a lot. Yeah. That's completely. Yeah. That's not. That's completely untrue. Mm. That's not true. Mm. So you can do a lot with autoimmune disease, like a lot, like crazy things, like a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I believe so that. a world. <laughs> that's why I wanted to ask you because I feel people oftentimes they just kind of give up because like, no, oh, no, no, I have no. this and I have to take this med medication. No, 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 that, that's, that's not right. true. Maybe you can take it for periods of time, but it's okay. 
but then you can lose it. And then some, when you're pregnant, you have to take it if you have a problem with your thyroid. Mm-hmm. But I have patients who had leather trexato for a long time because of arthritis. Um, and now they have like one fifth of the dosage. And this is really good wow. for the patient. It's really, really good. So there's a lot of, th- of things you can do to improve mm-hmm. your health, to improve your longevity and to improve your day-to-day living. So there's mm-hmm. a lot you can do. And lower your medicine meds and take moments without the meds. So you, of course, it's a, it's a world. I go yeah. crazy with that thing that you have no, to take a pill I, forever. I, I, I go. I, I tell you, I mean, honestly, like what you do is needed everywhere, right? Yeah. I try to be honest because um, it's a pandemic, right? With and again, like I said, medications can be life saving, right? Oh, of course. You know, my daughter had open heart surgery when she was very little, and without regular medicine, like you know it's amazing yeah it's amazing it's amazing yeah and and for me you know uh, integrity is the point is the key Mm -hmm. it's okay at this point you need this kind of medication but okay we stabilize the patient so now what we can do to take it off yeah if we cannot take it off all okay what's the minimum because this is the point Mm -hmm. people have to struggle to take the least the minimum yeah because it has side effects yeah, exactly. Right, and oftentimes it's not. Yeah, other problems, right? So you have to you have to struggle. So this is a thing, and you can do it. And I see it every day in my clinic and in my practice. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's amazing, and people yeah. love it because they feel control. They feel, oh my god, I'm doing it. This is happening, and you can see that in blood tests. It's not an idea. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm feeling okay. No, you're not feeling okay. It's in the blood tests. Your antibodies are lowering. So it's it's mm-hmm. true. Not, yeah. you can you can you can measure it it's not an idea so it's beautiful to see yeah. and another question i have since you're located in portugal right so it, are you mainly serving um Porto, portugal no 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 we no 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 we all over it's private they come and we do we do we do online business so hmm. we have a lot of so how does online business how would that work? yeah so we have a lot because of the covid that was you have to rearrange it all yeah oh true well it was probably a blessing right in hindsight well no because we we still have the we we didn't close yeah so we still have yeah to have the capability to also Uh, yeah yeah we i have to i had to like one week i have to to think how am i going to do this Hmm. Uh, because you have to work without acupuncture and it's okay you can do it and uh without techniques of touching the people which is difficult and i was like that's why the rituals came up uh, because I was just struggling to see how am I going to do this? Um, because, of course, the, the the main part of internal medicine, you can do it. And uh, the prescriptions, you can do it. And the life changing, like you, you have to go to bed at this time. You have to do this. You have to do that. This time you can do that type of, of thing. You always can do it online. But uh, you have 75% of the appointment do it. You can do it online. But 25% is just, how do you do it? How do you connect? How do you put people connected to themselves? How can you do this? Mm. Um, and that's why the rituals come. Because I needed time to put people to connect with themselves because they didn't have time to acupuncture. They didn't have time. So I have to give him a, three times a day, you do this and then you breathe like this and then you do like that and then you stretch like that and then you do these types of breathing and you do this exercise and, you, and it works perfect. So at this point, 
everything is flowing like for three so, years <laughs> yeah so basically when somebody approaches you they have their first appointment that can be online and like Norm mm -hmm. well normally when they approaches they approach the clinic and they say what they have and then normally we because i don't see every patient because if it's skin problems i don't take care of that because mm -hmm. it's not my speciality um i can take care of that but it's normally it's better to 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 go with the with the traditional Chinese medicine doctor who does that. But normally we are two or three taking care of a person because you don't have one problem. Yeah, it's impossible. So normally we have a crew. So in my crew I have psychologists, I have physiotherapists who can we they will teach you exercise. They will do it. It's really it's really cool, uh, and it works, which is most important. We have. Uh, traditional Chinese medicine doctors, we have normal doctors, we have osteopathy, we have homeopathy. So normally there are between two and three who take care of you. We take care of your problem. And um and you can you go you come to me, I tell you I talk to you, see your all your history, your father's history, your mother's history, diseases history. What are you eating? How all of your symptoms, even if you don't know about them, I will ask every single one of it. Mm -hmm. And um, then I will look at it. I will have my diagnosis with my tongue and my eyes and all that I am seeing. Um, and a lot of questions, of course. And I will take my diagnosis and then I will decide what to do. And normally, always, I will touch your food, your habits, herbs, supplements, and life-changing events like you have to do this and this you have to go to bed at that time that time you have to do this type of breathing you have to do well what no matter what i can just diverge everywhere at this point because yeah. i don't know what you're going to need yeah, so, yeah it's, it's customized right for the person so oh yeah 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 no but a complete 100 percent yes and and how how do you go about like blood tests and stuff? Is somebody is normally they normally they will send it. Mm, okay. Normally so. they will send it. And if I if I need anything, I will give give them a list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will send it send to them, and then then they will ask the doctor in their country. Normally there's no problem. And sometimes the doctor texts me, and I said I need that for that. We talk. Normally oh, we yeah. I, I we are all talkers in my clinic, so nice, nice. we we arrange that even if. The person needs something more specific. We can arrange with another physiotherapist from that country. We talk with them, and then we arrange. We all we are completely open. Yeah. We are for the for the patient, not for ourselves. You understand? No, yeah, that's not I our point. That. Really, you really care, right? And you collaborate with the other people. And yeah, yeah. The, the, the normally people will say, okay, but if I go to this physiotherapist in Luxembourg, can you just tell it what to do? And I said, of course. So that talk to my to mine and it will tell you here the protocol that we use is this one please try that with the patient yo it's information for me is should be free so i just yeah i know yeah. I I, i'm really impressed um i was so yeah i was so curious about it that's so beautiful so you mentioned rituals right several times yeah. you have a new book coming out that yeah is the the power of rituals so I would love to hear from you more about that. Well, The Power of Rituals is like, it's a 2020 book, actually, um, which I wrote during the pandemic. And uh, because of that, because I was, I was lacking tools for my patients. 
it was terrible <laughs> because they were all over the place with insomnia, anxiety, uh, bursting with symptoms like skin symptoms, like the hair was falling, everything was crazy. And um, and and with some patients we couldn't, they couldn't fly because they were stuck in some countries and it was crazy times and they couldn't have acupuncture and I was like, how am I going to put these people okay because they are completely nuts so and everybody was going nuts and I was going nuts because of my patients too and my whole crew was like what are you what are we going we going to do with them so so we're starting to do rituals and we're starting to to do breathing and I started to do some videos and send it to them you breathe like this you do like that you do like this you touch like this you do tapping I do I did videos like and send it to them via WhatsApp, like, do this, do this three times a day. We all did it, actually. And uh, it's, it works miraculously. It was amazing, actually. It was a beautiful thing. And the book came from that. And from my personal experience with rituals, because I'm really, I'm very realistic, ritualistic person, because I was suffering from really high anxiety when I was little because of all of the diseases. And my grandmother was always helping me to put the center and help me to ritualize everything, to breathe. And uh, because I was with asthma, so she was like always with the breathing techniques and everything. It really helped me and help, it was helpful for me. And uh, then I connect with myself at some point. It was beautiful for me too. Because writing a book is that too. It's connecting to a part of yourself. Otherwise, it's not true. And uh, for oh, me, it's yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, it's important that it comes from some somewhere true in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I love this with the with the rituals. What you say, and you know, my my podcast it's called the art of slowing down because I have beautiful. Noticed, I love the name. Yeah, yeah, because I have noticed in my own life, you know, we're always chasing something. If that's what we call success, so we always feel like we have to do something to get somewhere. And we are most of the time everywhere, but not in the present moment, right? We're kind of stuck in the past somewhere or worrying about the future, but we're really missing out on what's right in front of us. And the message that came to me the most was like, you have to slow down, you have to slow down. And I, I learned over the years that when I slow down, which is really like, it's like almost it, that in itself can be a ritual, right? Where you just take five minutes, twice a day even just that and just be present and actually do nothing right I think that's the hardest thing for us humans people to struggle to not yeah yeah very hard and we get so uncomfortable and because we have the fear of missing out on something and we have to do this and you know I, I had a teacher uh, in China who always tells me in the outside there's all the noise all the music in the inside, it feels like the desert sometimes. Hmm. It's not the desert, it's beautiful, but it feels like when you first look at it, it's just like, ooh, no noise, just me. And this is really scary. Yes. And I think that's the point. Like you you just give give something for your brain to chew on always, you know. And you don't look at yourself because it's really hard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. 
It's true. And then at some point we discover all the beautiful things that are within ourselves, right? Of course. But first it's terrible. Then it's good. Yeah. I, yeah. Have fun. They say it's like running, but I don't run. So I don't know. But the first, <laughs> the first part I do. <laughs> yeah. I did actually, I ran a, a half marathon this year and I can say in the beginning, it was very uncomfortable. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to get up in the morning. And then eventually I loved it. I rather woke up in the morning only to go run than not, right? And then it yeah, got easy. See? I I ran like. For me, I do. I I I I go. I go deep in myself. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I will run sometimes, but they say it's it's the same. It's really uncomfortable. I think to look at the things plain and simple and raw is difficult and heavy. Hmm. But uh, you, you, you can do it with somebody by your side. We can do that in our clinic. We do that most of the time. We mm -hmm. sit with the patient and talk, talk, talk mm -hmm. and talk and talk just to understand what do you want to change. We do a lot of exercises sometimes. What do you want to change? Mm -hmm. What do you want to, what, what do you like? What, what are you afraid to lose? What are you losing with this choice? Because I think people get so afraid sometimes that they are not even looking at the problem they're just scared mm. it's just first impression scared you know like Ugh. and um you if you go beyond that and you pass that that's beautiful things coming yeah once you see mm -hmm. what shifts you can experience when you do make changes right yeah that's true and it's so important to have somebody and that's also with coaching, right? You have experience. I think what, a lot of what you do is also coaching, right? You have it is a bit. I think coaching. I have coaching. I I I I did coach. I did a. I'm a coach as well. But I just, for me, I like to be a bit more um, dimensional. Mm. I got. I I love layers and layers and layers and layers. Um, and I do. I I love. Um, everything that is connected to our inner child and to our wounds and and I think I, I like to go a bit deeper uh, with our behavior and understanding our reality and the way our brain is processing the reality which is the most important thing yeah. to understand no, I, actually, I do that a lot uh, in my work as well like the inner child Good. Yeah. <laughs> and it, so I different, different types of coaching but and that, that's why we're not going to dive deep into this today about human design it has also there's human design and the conditioning and in there we really go into the all the inner stuff the slowing down the looking at where these habits are coming from or what we experience in childhood. it's really important because it's yeah. it's important to connect and to understand it and to understand ourselves mm. because normally we are pushing ourselves to be a pattern that we idealize which is nothing to do with our ourselves at some point yeah and yeah. if you know yourself and you accept yourself, you can go with your flow and yeah. things will go better because if you're always against the current, it's, mm -hmm. it's against the tide. It's really hard. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's but, like, yeah. it's heavy. And if you understand and you accept and then you can make some changes and heal, which is really important too. It's not just, oh, I'm just like this, so I'm going to keep that. No, it's not like this, but you have to understand, to heal and to change what, whatever you want to change which is important for you or not um, mm. to make yourself more aligned with your purpose. Mm. And this is the, the, the most important thing. The problem is that 
uh, you have to you have to go for me in as my as uh, experience of course with my own life and my uh, patients um it's a multi-layer thing because not it's not only um it's not only child it's also your biotype your body is also pushing you and your hormones is also pushing you and your the way your spleen and your liver work is also pushing you so everything is pushing you it's not only your wounds and your type and your mind it's your body is also pushing you and your hormones is, are always are also influencing influencing the way you think so it's yeah. everything is connected so it's yeah, yeah. a bit more than really dimensional in a lot of ways because everything you think is biochemical no I, lo- I love that that's why i love the more holistic approach from your pathy that the change yeah me too so, <laughs> because yeah it's it's all it's like yeah you you can just change what you eat but you may see some progress but it's not going to take care of everything it's not and enough if you just work on mindset that may help a little bit but it's they all play together right yeah 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 it's dimensional so, it's like layers yeah so one question i have because i think oftentimes if i even think about myself as like when we think about oh i have to work on there's so many different layers right it, it can be very easy to get overwhelmed right to work on everything like what would you say or from your experience with working with clients what is that you focus on first normally i say to my patient normally i focus on four things mm-hmm. just four for three months normally food nine hours of sleep, breathing in the special way that you need. I don't know what, but mm-hmm. we will figure that out <laughs> with a diagnosis and writing down what do you want to change. Mm-hmm. Just that, just conscious. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't like, don't over, just sleep nine hours, change your diet in a good way with some somebody to tell you what to do don't don't do it yourself <laughs> it will go wrong what, what do you mean don't buy all the 20 or 2000 diet books on amazon <laughs> no please don't i will i will urge you not to that's really not please because as it's almost impossible i i i never it's almost impossible to to have one person with a diet that's the same that the other one it's almost impossible yeah. even in twins it's impossible yeah. People are completely and different, so it's you, impossible. How do you figure that out? Is that also with the because or? No, because of the diagnosis. Traditional Chinese medicine is amazing. It's like crazy amazing. Chinese are amazing in some ways. <laughs> and yeah. uh, they are really detailed. And you have to see, it's a 2,000 years old medicine. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of study. You know, at, some, at, at that point, 2,000 and a lot of years ago, they say they say they write uh, that uh, the center of fear, so the, the 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 place where fear attacks and initiates, is in the kidney. So kidney is the organ of fear. Mm. You know what is in the kidney? Is the adrenals. Mm which reacts in flight or fright response. So they knew that 2000 years ago. Why, how? <laughs> that's, that's the question. And with this, you have a number of things. So they really, they are, when they dedicate themselves to something, they will do it perfect. 
So traditional Chinese medicine is amazing because it's so detailed, so detailed and so studied, studied and studied and studied and studied and studied. And it's really, you have to see how many Chinese there are. And they've always been a big, big, they are always been a lot of Chinese since forever. And uh, they they always, they always go through traditional Chinese medicine doctors. So you have a lot of experience with drug with the drugs with the herbs with the acupuncture so you, it's a really experienced medicine it's not new it's experience 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 and they know a lot of things so when you are doing the diagnosis we already know the patterns the syndromes the syndromes and the foods we already know that we are taught to know this yeah. Di- diet dietetics is one of the five pillars of traditional chinese medicine so all of the foods, all of the organs are connected to food. You know, all of the traditional Chinese medicine doctors have to know this. It's not acupuncturists. It's traditional Chinese medicine doctors, which is different. Yeah. And then I have a question too, because I think oftentimes we may be like, oh, then I can never eat what I like or whatever. Or- no, normally I say to my patients, the, there's a rule that you have to, normally when you have symptoms, you have to be perfect. Mm, yeah because yeah life is that way you have to be better so when you are better normally you apply the rule of the 80 percent 20 percent okay good good because that's what i used to when i was in health coaching we always this is normal this is normal be cool be cool be exactly come on (laughs) yeah there are exceptions Mm -hmm. with foods that really harm you yeah okay no that you cannot do because that is aggressive for your body and that's aggression over your body and you shouldn't do that yeah and also if you're allergic to something something of course you shouldn't do that if your skin is going to have be covered with pumpies or whatever you call it you shouldn't do that if you're going to have diarrhea for three days please don't eat it this is stupid. (laughs) that's true you know it's just and and what would you consider like foods in general that we shouldn't eat or is that also specific per person or is there something in general no i can i can tell you in general dairy in general you shouldn't eat Mm -hmm. dairy is not good for anybody Mm -hmm. you should you should apply the rule with dairy that you apply with alcohol okay small doses from time to time yeah i hope (laughs) we hope (laughs) so Dairy is like the in the category in the box of the alcohol. So in the it's from time to time. Okay, so you shouldn't do it in the in the daily basis as as alcohol. You shouldn't do in the daily basis. And now it's not okay to drink wine every day. It's not okay to drink alcohol every day. Okay. Alcohol yeah. is from time to time. Yeah. Um, because it's really heavy for your liver and intoxicates your blood. So it's not okay. Okay, mm. so it's not cool. Mm. You should do it from time to time. And of course, it has re- resveratrol. This is really good for you. Yeah, but it has a lot, a lot of different things, which is bad for you too. So mm. please be be advised that the, the worse is not compensate the, the best, the bad, the better. Okay, so mm. it's important. Yeah. So I would say alcohol. I would say dairy. Um, I would say some kinds of wheat. Mm. Um and um sugar yeah yeah no and I, I, one thing i have noticed since so i live in the us right and i grew up in mm-hmm. germany so 
the wheat products, for example, I have noticed in the US is horrible. But if I eat um, some wheat products in Europe, there's a difference. It's better. Yeah, because but here, I... here we have nobody eats shitty wheat anymore. <laughs> normally we eat, but it's really normally we have really good in Germany. We have a lot. The bread is amazing. Mm. Uh, the wheat is really good, and uh, I cannot I cannot eat it, but. I can see the good the, the good there. And the problem is that if you have a good uh, wheat, it will impact you less. A bad wheat will destroy you completely. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, here in the US, it's, it's also the pandemic. Plus, they have genetic modified things. Yeah, so that there you shouldn't at all. Yeah, yeah. You and shouldn't that, at all. Yeah, because that's not, that's uh, we manipulated nature here in some way, right? And unfortunately, in the US, that's like in almost everything. You really have to look at the thing like non-GMO verified. It's, Jesus. Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. And I can so I was just in Germany recently, and this time I was like, oh my God, the food here is just so much better. Just the quality of everything, you know, even things that are not like the best of the best, right? But just the quality and also on the plane ride coming here, I mean, coming to Europe, the food was really crappy because I was kind of from the US and going back, I flew back from Denmark uh, to the US and it was just like, it was so good. You yeah, know, it's a huge difference, yeah. Because here we we are really cranky about the products, I think, when wheat and everything, we just, if the bread is not good, they will not eat it. So we are in Portugal too. Normally, yeah. and now we have a lot of bakeries that has really good um, that 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 self fermented bread, twenty four hours, twelve mm -hmm. hours, really good, really good, and yeah. better, yeah. you know. So, Which is I, not, but 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 it's bread is not a, a daily food. Yeah, that's yeah. important too. Yeah, yeah. So I have to share with you. I want to share with you. So talking about bread. Because when I came to the United States, I was like, I, I cannot. And I grew up eating bread, right? Germany yeah, is like... I know. Here in the US, the bread was just like fluffy sugar, all sorts of stuff in it. Jesus Christ. I couldn't sure. eat it. I couldn't eat it. And then I, I ordered a meal like, um, from Germany. And I still bake my own bread. So I ordered like organic, um, the, the actual grain, right? Uh-huh. And I grind my own flour and I, it's sourdough bread, which you also, you let it sit it overnight and stuff like that. Ah, I, that's beautiful. Oh, it's, it's such a lifesaver. Let me tell you. No, um, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> with sugar, come it's, on. No, it's really, I, I cannot, even like when I ate the ice cream in Europe, as compared to here, I was no, like, it's, it's, he, it's not even. In, yeah, in the US, they have a lot of, a lot of sugar. It's crazy. No, it, it really yeah. is. And and that's that's one of the things. It has gotten better, I have to say. They have made some improvements here, but that really was like again big aha moment for me, like how different it is and why people struggle here so much more. It's it's kind of obvious. So um yeah, no, thank you for, for sharing all of that. I think that's that's super, super helpful. And I wanted to ask because you mentioned breathing. That's also something we have this breath work is nowadays super popular, right? It's like it's like everywhere. Um, I personally find it also sometimes a little bit extreme. And I know you mentioned it because I believe more a little bit in gentle breathing and just me like, too. So and I'm a highly sensitive person. I don't know if it has for to me be everything that is really 
and I'm and I'm a strong doctor, but I I don't I don't it's really violence breathing. Yeah. So normally the breathings that I do with my patients are to slow down. It's not like to <laughs> that breathing <laughs> that you see that come on. Are you going to yeah. something is going to be wrong with you? And then you you keep you go dizzy and you go like the nothing like that. You know yeah. the, the breathing that I teach them is really I do yoga for a long time it's like really in pranayama and all of the all of the things that is connected to the vagal nerve um, and to cool down your nervous system not nothing like that like (laughs) like that no no nothing like that it's just breathing in a way uh, or or something really really smooth not 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 just smoothing smoothing your nervous system yeah. smoothing your adrenals smoothing your parasympathetic and activating your comfort zone not not yeah. not in a way to be aggressive to your body no, i don't believe that no i don't that. believe in that and i don't believe in pain so i don't believe in that it's not i don't believe in that i love it and would you would you share one easy breathing practice yeah for sure i, mean, I will yes. well, normally i wish i would share I, w- I will share with you the the, the classical with the anxiety yeah which many people yeah. have and we all so. Many people, yeah <laughs> so we have uh, a big big breath i will tell you i will go through it and then we repeat it together yeah. so normally okay. what you should do it should the first thing is just to be aware that your lungs they are a bit bigger than normally you you experience. So the main thing with this breathing is that you have to put the air in all of the lung. So you just put it the air in, always with your mouth closed. And you just like you can go with your shoulders because it's it's supposed to be like completely. And then when you're completely full, you stop breathing and you keep your air in. And then you go making this like you're going to poop and then you keep it as long as you can and then when you're finished you just oh let go and then you can feel it you can go with me one time go okay go with me And this is amazing because it just lowers your heart rate and then you just oh. very relaxing yeah it is really cool and you can repeat it because it does a lot of things one of these is put your adrenals down and your blood r- rate is just lowering and all of the tension goes away and you can experience that three four times yeah. it's life changing yeah. even if you're stressed in your work and you need to write something down and you're just your head head you just you just keep it focused and you do a lot of a lot of strength here in the diaphragm because the diaphragm is touching the vagal nerve and is activating the navel so you don't have to do anything because it's physical oh wow physically your body will put your heart rate down so you just don't have to think i'm going i have to cool down no you don't have to cool down just breathe Breathe mm-hmm. like this and you will cool down immediately. So mm-hmm. it's easier and smoothing and it's yeah. oh, relaxing. 
Cool. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Like, it, like we need to, we cannot really heal unless we relax, right? We have yeah, to but relax. Sometimes our, our adrenal, it's not ready to relax because it is, is in trauma. Yeah, yeah, it takes time, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, breathing helps because yeah. it's telling your nervous system it's okay. It's mm. okay. It's giving it feedback, yeah, positive feedback that we are okay. Stay cool. We are okay. Mm -hmm. So breathing does this, like gentle touch. We are okay. Cool down. Mm -hmm. And this is important. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. So for all the the <laughs> listeners, and you know, it's always like we we always think think have to be so complicated. But I oh, know I have found that it's really the simple stuff we have all access to. That is, I mean, breathing is accessible for free for everybody, right? We don't have to pay any kind of yeah. amount of. Me. yeah you just get to do it right and for me for me it's just like that normally i share all of the things that are completely for free you can do it from home mm -hmm. and it will get impact yeah yeah you just have to do it that's that's the thing right it takes time yeah and that's why we do this podcast right now because probably everybody heard about this already yeah i should breathe and you still haven't done it so maybe this inspires you today, right? So I'm, I'm sure it will inspire you at least for one breathing, which is yeah, it, even even that, right? Um, but it's really like yeah, it, it's about and at some point things do become a habit, and I just just that I I know in my heart like it can change a person's life, right? If they just do totally three times a day, every day it can change your life. Like there's one habit that I am really proud of myself. That I have started, I think, over five years ago, which is like taking a when I take a shower at the end, I finish cold, right? And I don't know why I did it, but I just felt like it. And now I I, I don't even have to think about it; I just do it because yeah. I actually need it. And I know it's good for me for my body and stuff like that. And maybe maybe when I'm eighty, I'm still like super strong, and you know, my skin is wrinkle free uh, with yeah. so much cold. Exactly. So, um, but I just did it because I, I don't really remember, but it's really like in the beginning, it was uncomfortable. I didn't want to do it, you know, and, and now it's like, it's always difficult. Yeah. Starts. Yeah. And, and that's why accountability is so important that like coaching or having any kind of like, even if it's with your partner, right? We can do No, no, but you have to have yeah. somebody. Yeah. Accountability. Exactly. For we need sure. that. And it's also, I have to say, it's so much more fun, right? I it also, is. I love community because, you know, when, when there's a group of people come together and we, we practice that, we remind each other of all of that. Um, just like with this podcast, no? It has become a community. People are listening. They're listening to it over and over again. And um, so we're, we're spreading the message like a little domino yes. in the world. <laughs> so, I love that. Awesome. I really love this conversation. And I want to- Me too. You, yeah when I when I thank you for your wisdom and I really just just thank you for for doing what you do I mean you just thank you followed your path you turned your own struggles into so many blessings not only for yourself but for so many people and um, I think that's the the power of the struggle yeah right it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because so often we we get into this like oh why do I struggle but it's really for me too. It's the the thing that have made me the strongest is like those really dark moments in my life where I really yeah, strong. Go from there. Yeah, 
yeah, there's, there's a gift. So if you're going through something, be curious and ask, right? What is the gift here? Because yeah. like I always, your- I always do that with my patients, even with them with cancer. I will say, what, what, what did the cancer give to you? Which is a good thing. Yeah. Nothing. And I said, please, please think again. Mm-hmm. And they will mm-hmm. eventually will crack some of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. will understand because it's important to be to, to, to see positive in everything, even if it's the darkest moment. Because yeah. you have to have something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And your mind is really important in these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Beautiful. Um, so people can, I guess, I'm, I'm going to put it in the show notes, of course, the your books. You have the two, right? Healing Without Medicine. Eating I have four. Oh, yeah. oh, so these are, you know what? I, I thought these are like, this is one book. No, so you have Healing yeah. Without Medicine, yeah. Without Guilt, and Full Balance. Yeah. So you see, I thought yeah. it was one book. <laughs> no, no, it's three. It's four books. And mm. three of them, every every three of them has different prices, actually. Mm, the okay. words you were telling, they are different. Yeah from each yeah. one there are three awards and four books <laughs> yeah yeah and then the, the power of rituals okay yeah. yeah here you go so perfect so yeah you can probably find that on amazon yeah amazon yeah yeah whichever whichever we feel called to and of course if somebody feels called to reach out to you that it will also all be yeah yeah. yeah and I, wanna, I always ask my um my guests like one final nugget of wisdom that you want to leave the listeners with sleep nine hours mm. they don't like this one I, so I, I can tell you like if I don't sleep yeah around that eight eight to nine hours uh, I'm not functional well and last night I only got six hours but then I woke up and I um I had a matcha or just a little bit and I was like you know what I'm tired and I slept for another two hours. So yeah, I, I think there's, some, there's something to please, that. Please allow yourself to sleep nine hours. Mm-hmm. Please, that's really important. Yeah, we do need rest, right? Yeah, we just it's completely underrated and it's crazy. Okay. I'll put on that one as well. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much Tamara thank really, you um, I'll make it to Portugal if I do I'll definitely let you know yeah tell me so stop by thank you um, yeah and thank you for sharing your wisdom with everybody I really enjoyed this conversation thank you me too and thank you listeners for being here with us I hope you also enjoyed this episode as much as I did and I'm excited to be with you all on the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.